0: This is Partnership for the Arts Radio. Come join us as we
1: explore the worlds of art. This podcast
0: was recorded at the Visual Arts Center in Punta Gorda, Florida. And you can find this and other episodes of our talk show on Facebook and our website at partnershipfortheartsgroup.org. Hi, Dave. How are you doing today? Hey, Nanette. I am feeling wonderful. I've got my cup of coffee. I'm feeling blessed. How are you?
1: I am great. And I am really excited because we are going to be resuming our conversation today Right. with Wendy Smith.
0: Right. The NEMA therapist. How about that? I got it right. Yes. So let's get started. Okay. Wendy, thank you for uh, getting back to part two of our show. Thank you. So, Wendy, we left off where your clients have gone through a book, picked out a picture to paint, and have done some. And now it's time for storytelling part of your therapy. That's right. So, why don't you explain that for us?
2: Yes. storytelling part is getting them to they, they pick this painting that speaks to them. Right. They like that pink tree. And the pink tree just spoke to them and when, when we're finished, I hold the painting and they're, they're thrilled Like I didn't do that. Did I do that? Yes, you did. You helped me and I helped you and I couldn't do it without you. And you couldn't have done this without me. And did you enjoy yourself? Yep, well, we're not done. You finished painting, but let's take a look at this. Now I paint with people all the time, but before I get up and leave, and before I, I let you go, I need you to do me a favor and would you to be kind enough to name your painting, what would be a good title for your painting? And they look at their painting, and even if they're non-verbal, I will make suggestions, and you will see them respond. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And when I ask them to name it, they go, oh, I, I don't really know. I have no idea. And I say, well, let me ask you, you picked this beautiful picture out of my book. What was it about this? What is it about this that... Makes you have made you pick this, and they'll say, Well, when I was little, and they would tell me a story, or I like the pink tree, or um, there should be apples on that tree because I used to know this pink tree it turned into apples, or whatever it is, it creates a storytelling part which stimulates a part of their memory, mm-hmm. usually an old memory, or it might stimulate emotion and feelings. So I will. If they're struggling with a name and some of them come right up with a name.
0: Um, and
2: it's precious these names. I just can't tell you. that every single one of my pictures will always show in the front right the story that they have told me about oh. their picture. It was one story um, I don't know if we have time, but I would... yes, please go ahead. Oh, please. please. That, that means a great, great deal to me. And it was by a gentleman who is still with us. God bless him. Bob, Bob is up at the VA home here in Port Charlotte. Bob is 93 or 94 now. And, um, before going into the VA this particular week, I created a few special paintings that wasn't a landscape that was more of a something for the boys, if you will, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. for the veterans. And so I did a flag and I did, uh, I was trying to think of some other things. So I did a sky with a, like a blue angels kind of a formation, with smoke coming out of the tails of the plane and a little flag in the corner. And sure enough, I go in there and going through, looking at the flowers and the landscapes. And Bob picks this painting of the Blue Angels type of formation painting. And I said, gee, Bob, I said, were you in the Air Force? And he said, yes. Although it wasn't Air Force then. I don't know if it was Airborne or what it was. Well, in it was Bar- Army Corps and yep. Air. So it turns out, he said, yes, he was very humble. Wow, that's neat. And I'm looking and he's got his World War II hat on. So I just felt privileged as all heck, uh, just sitting with this gentleman. And uh, we're painting away and he's telling me that I had too much smoke coming out of the flames. Uh Which Uh was wonderful. And I had actually drawn or painted in my sample painting with the wings that were straight out. And when he painted his, his wings were backed up so that he knew how to paint his planes. So he did a beautiful job and he was a, just a tremendous man. And I said, well, it's time to name your painting. Oh, I'm not going to name a painting. That's fine. I did a great job. That's so wonderful. Thank you very much. I said, Bob, it would mean a great deal to me if you would. It's part of kind of what I do. You're not done with me until you name this painting. I, said, I don't know. I don't know. You can name it. And I said, okay, Bob, let me ask you this. I said, have you ever flown in this formation? And he said, "Oh yeah." I said, well, what plane? What plane would you be in? And he pointed to the lead plane, mm. and I said, "Whoa!" And again, I'm just like taken back. This is so cool. Found out he sure did. Very, very highly decorated gentleman. Just tremendously decorated. And I said, uh, "So, Bob," he said, "Now you're in the lead plane. Now let's let's go back there. Let's start thinking." flying these planes you're sitting in that car what are you thinking and he took 30 seconds and then he came up with a title and the title of his painting is tighten it up boys (laughs) (laughs) is that great wow that is
1: so special is is this here
2: oh these I have pictures of these here in the studio here, and I... Did
1: he do all of those works? No, he
2: didn't. These were two other gentlemen at the VA At the VA. But these were sold um, for a silent auction for the Blue Angels Foundation. Oh, isn't that wonderful? Wonderful. Wow. Very, very special story, and almost every person
1: has a story. Of course. So that's kind of cool. That's amazing. Now, so this um, Art Without Boundaries... Is that a local organization? Is it a national
0: organization? It is a national nonprofit
2: organization.
0: Okay, so how did the Art Without Boundaries get its start?
2: Started by an artist and a organizer of, I think she was a
0: um, director of
2: an Alzheimer's association
1: mm-hmm.
2: back in two thousand, and she ended up starting this. She, she was trying to do a, like a fundraiser with art for this. Association, the Alzheimer's Association, the local organization, and uh, she realized as she was doing this, took a few months to get this all together, she started to realize that there was a correlation between how someone's uh, Alzheimer's had progressed into how they actually painted.
0: Interesting.
2: She was fascinated with this and started to really work with these people and started documenting different things, and that's how this began. And it started in 2000, correct? It was in 2000, year 2000. Oh, so it's a relatively new organization. Yeah. Yeah. She ended up, she had been asked by many family members and by the different organizations where she went in and and worked. She was asked if she would please come in and do more. Are there any other people that could learn this? She decided to start a curriculum and at the same time trying to document as much as she possibly could. So there were many... Very, very uh, wonderful families that allowed her to video and uh, document their own loved ones' lives, which is a pretty tough thing. It's a pretty private time, a rough time in people's lives. But thanks to them and the people that even allow me to show pictures um, and let other people know this exists, and it uh, it does help a lot. We talked about, um, is this a one-on-one? One is, can I work with many people? Right. And uh, it is not inexpensive. And a lot of times when you go into nursing homes or assisted livings and things like this to do this, um, you usually will see a piano player entertaining 10 or 15 people. So that's a dollar well spent because mm-hmm. you figure you're affecting
1: all these people. But right. So Oliver Sachs has done, uh, he, he did a lot of research about music therapy. Yes, it's amazing. and I mean some of his videos on working with people and introducing them to mm-hmm. music from their childhood usually. Yes. Oh my gosh, so moving. That is why the first thing we do
2: with a client is we sing. We are singing and we are moving them. And we are singing because it's left brain and right brain. Yes. Left brain be, being the words mm-hmm. and language and right brain being music and rhythm. And usually, if they don't know a song, once you start singing it with them, and all of us can probably say the same thing about a song, you start to hear that on on the radio, you're going to be able to sing along with it. And that's what they do with us. So we are affecting both sides of the brain. We are moving their arms right and left, singing. And I am in the middle of that song that we are both singing. I am changing the movement of my arms by surprising them which is stimulating the amygdala by moving like, oh, she's moving my hands a different way. So that's the very first thing we do. So yes, music is very, very important in stimulating the brain.
0: And again, Wendy, uh, you work with one-on-one. I mean, you may see three clients uh, in one trip, but it's always a one-on-one, correct? Yes. I come in
2: with a one-on-one therapy, and I may affect that one or three people in that day much more than maybe
1: not oh, more, right yeah much
2: more than maybe yes. a group thing that right. no one is touching them no one is experiencing this one-on-one that I'm relating to this person
0: right. what kind of songs do you say
2: uh take me out to the ball game uh you are my sunshine
0: happy birthday and what kind of response have you gotten when you do this, when you sing with
2: I remember singing happy birthday to this one woman because I was told this, this gal, uh, I think she was in her 80s, uh, I was asked if I spoke Spanish and I say, oh, poquito, not much, not much at all, but uh, I'll do the best I can. And I figured, what could I sing with this woman? Mm-hmm. You can always converse and, and communicate with people without language and that's, we do that well with mnemotherapy. However, I was determined that this lady was very excited about doing some painting. So she was already positive, and I started to sing Happy Birthday. And she lit up because she has heard this in her life. Mm-hmm. But I was told that this woman no longer speaks English, only Spanish. Okay, fine. Well, she, she spoke English up until a year ago, and now she's going back to just her mother's mm-hmm. speech. Her, her language. Uh-huh. Well, it turns out that she uh, started to sing Happy Birthday, which is still a, a. She's doing very well with Happy Birthday. And then we started to have such a good time painting. And like I said, she was very positive. And we're doing this assessment exercises, and we started to paint. And she just loves the color, and this is so much fun. And then about halfway through this painting, she and I are speaking English together. That's wonderful. And the activity director comes into the room and sits across from us and she gives me a look with her wide eyes and said, what is going on? And I said, see, you never know. Right. That's what I mean by, I witnessed something happening with this woman and so did this. That's an amazing Amazing story. story.
0: Right, absolutely. And Wendy, you've got uh, one more you want to share with us.
2: There's one other amazing story that we do tell. uh, A story that I often tell, you've probably heard me speak of this, that is uh, when people ask about what is therapy, what does it do, or how does it help? Mm-hmm. And one of the things that Noelle Hammer, the founder of Art Without Boundaries, experienced herself and documented, and is in our curriculum when we learn about therapy, was this uh, gentleman who was in a rehab center because he had a stroke, and the stroke Uh, caused him to have inverted
0: vision. So he saw everything upside down? Yes. And
2: although he was improving, he could not see other than, like through an old-fashioned camera, and his vision just stayed upside down. So the poor gentleman had to learn to function, uh, walking and doing whatever. uh, So that's why he was in this rehab. This is just by and from the stroke. Well, Noelle uh, was asked to work with this gentleman and three quarters of the way through her painting, his vision came back to normal and stayed that way.
0: Incredible. I got goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that is one of those aha moments that actually
0: happened. Wouldn't
2: it happened anyway? I don't know, but what she did and the assessment things we do and this thing we to try to cause the brain to reconnect and grow new pathways, happened that day for sure. So,
1: well, first of all, that all of these stories are really incredible. Um, but I, I was wondering. So, when you're working with a client, how long does it take them to create a, a painting? Do you do that in one session? Yes, or we, we, we do, do it, it very quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do it in anywhere. We're trained to do it in thirty
2: minutes. Okay. Start to finish. I just can't do that. I think I
0: engage too much in the people.
2: So, well, um, not too much, but in a two hour session.
0: Obviously, the benefits that come out of that are are worth it.
2: I feel that way. i trained uh, in our certification week to do it in that period. But it's just a matter of once you do the assessment exercises so that we know what they can see, if they are a fall risk, we do different things. To assess that before they actually start painting. Right. And
0: we learn if they can
2: understand our instructions,
0: et cetera. Now, there's a certain style of uh, painting technique you use with with them, correct? Yes.
2: And once we start painting with them, we are going, every single solitary painting starts out with a right and left motion. We call it the flowing brush technique. So, Noelle used to have her paints in a certain place on the table. And she realized that if you put the paint on the actual canvas, they are not doing, uh, go over and find the paint and come back. You're going to stay right on that canvas. So the clients are actually, we are what we call like a cooking class. And I am the, I have the recipe and the ingredients and my client and I are going to bake a cake. Sure. Um, That's right. So every single painting is started with paint already on the canvas, okay. and we go right and left, and I show them first, take your brush, go around, go from the top to the to top left, to the top right, and you start from the right and go back to the left. Right. And we're going to do this all the way till you left. get to the bottom yeah. of the painting. Sometimes they forget what they're doing halfway through, you just simply pat them, hold their hand and remind them okay this is what we're going to do and we never 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 say no this is a positive Mm -hmm. positive experience even if they're telling you to go to heck (laughs) you are just right there and you are trying to go where they are you are trying to um, uh, be there for them Uh, we're not trying to make them anything they are not we're just uh, it is all about them it's 100 positive positive positive, positive, and that is why when they're finished they feel wonderful, they, right. they've seen color, they see the
0: color. that they've created something.
2: They've created something. They've actually created something, yeah. yeah. And this is where praise, a
0: genuine praise,
2: being an artist as your a therapist comes yeah. in, because it's much like a child going, been drawing and he runs to his mom and he kind of just scribbles something. And he shows mom this, this scribble. And mom says, oh, Johnny, that's very nice, honey, very nice. Well, then Johnny goes back to the kitchen and starts drawing again and makes a house and a tree and a road and brings it back to mom. And mom says, oh my gosh, Johnny, look what you did. I can't believe that. That is genuine praise. That is mom recognizing this art. But that is what we do is we're trying to make
1: that client feel good
2: about what they have just created. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah.
1: Positive reinforcement. Yeah. So... Well, Wendy, this is just so interesting. Yeah,
0: it's like you can sit here and listen to these stories with, with, with such the difference that you, you make with this program. Yeah. It's just incredible. Yeah. It's pretty
1: wonderful. But I can see by the smile on your face that you get as much out of it as these patients or clients do. I sure do. Yeah. I sure do. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why you're, I'm sure, so good at it.
0: Right. Yeah, because you're... It's in your heart, so to speak. As mm-hmm. you, you do this; it's not just a job. It's for sure. I think
2: most all of us who are doing it have found a reason to right. to find this. Right. And, uh, we certainly could use a lot more nema therapists in the world. So there are a lot of us. I think there are only fifty in the country. This is national.
1: Well, law. so if there are artists out there who are interested in finding out more, hmm? where would they go? They would go to
2: www art without boundaries boundaries dot one o n e and please mention wendy because that would mean that you would be referred to me later on which would be wonderful and i might be able to be your mentor
1: oh which would be wonderful yes so well thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us about this
0: yeah unfortunately we, we
1: but I've I, I I noticed though so that for... Dave hasn't mentioned the name of the therapy though yet.
0: So go for it. Well, I want to say Eminem, but that's a good did <laughs> 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 Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: you did great.
0: Didn't yeah. You, <laughs> you did wonderfully. <laughs> I, I feel like I should be looking at a book.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. So, Wendy, thank you so much taking the time to come on the show thank you
1: for having me yeah we appreciate it it's a lot to me
0: great hope to see you soon yeah so Lynette, to the next show dave you take care you too this is partnership for the arts radio come join us
1: as we explore the worlds of art this podcast
0: was recorded at the visual arts center in punta gorda florida And you can find this and other episodes of our talk show on Facebook and our website at partnershipfortheartsgroup.org.